it's such an honor to be able to shine light on issues that women face, shine light on how to overcome things in your life. Something that I've thought about for a really long time is wanting to just share the real stories of women who are doing things their own way. Welcome to Successful, the podcast, a show about the stories of women redefining success. We're your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Natalie. Like you, we're two career women figuring out the meaning of success. In each episode, we bring you our stories and the stories of other women who are redefining success in life, in work, and on their own terms. Hi, Natalie. Hi. (laughs) So welcome to our last episode of season two. Can you believe it? I I really can't believe it. I know. I really can't. It went by really fast. And we're laughing because (laughs) Natalie has had two, three glasses of water down wine. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I I said we had to talk about that first. Okay. it's the third glass. But more importantly, why is it watered down? It's like the day Ooh, before a holiday. Question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink very much. I actually prefer beer most of the time. Mm, yeah. But I have a nice wine. I guess not that nice. I wouldn't. Uh, I was going to say wouldn't you water down a really, down really good. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't totally do that. Judge you. <laughs> no, no. But I, w- I was in the mood to have something like refreshing. So what I've been trying out is mixing wine with things that I also like. So, like water? <laughs> so it's kombucha. So the first one oh. I had was kombucha. So it's kind of like a, like a sparkling sangria, which yeah. is kind of nice. And that way I feel like I have a lot to drink and I'm not just like – going through the glasses of wine. Not that that's a problem, but, you know. <laughs> so the first two were kombucha, and then I ran out of kombucha, and then now it's LaCroix. So it's still kind of like the, the Very creative. Thing. Very creative, Natalie. I admire you. I admire your and creativity there. <laughs> what, what are you drinking, and why are we drinking? Great question. I am <laughs> drinking. I actually have two drinks in my hands. Okay. One is apple cinnamon tea because Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel folly i'm in the desert Mm -hmm. in arizona and it's it's not hot but it's sunny and dry and it's hard to get into that like folly mood when it's not snowing outside or rainy or dark you know Mm -hmm. so apple cinnamon tea just reminds me that yes it's fall even though it's sunny and warm out and then in my other hand is a michelob um hard seltzer, which has become my drink of choice over the past year because it's only 80 calories and Mm -hmm. delicious and not sweet. I don't like all the other sweet hard seltzers. It's taken me- I don't like sweet stuff either. Yeah. I've had to do a whole experimental thing to find the right hard seltzer for me. I feel like I missed the bandwagon on the hard seltzer kind of thing. Oh, it's still going on. Right now. It came out and then every, like all the college girls were like, oh my gosh, we have to drink the hard seltzer now. And I'm like past that point. I'm like, I already like beer. Like it's fine. Oh, Why do I need a hard seltzer? Don't get me wrong. I love a good IPA. 
craft beers are my favorite. Ooh. Anywho, you asked me why are we drinking? We don't normally why? have drinks at our when we're recording. Right. And two reasons. One is that this is our last episode of season two, which is amazing. We've recorded 10 episodes this season with an incredible lineup of guests. So that's really exciting. The holidays are right around the corner. I mean, literally, we're recording and Thanksgiving is tomorrow mm-hmm. as we're recording this. So it's exciting, but it also means that we need to wind down and take a little time off, you and me, to to recharge. And the other reason is you texted me earlier this week and said, I just want to share a highlight that we need to celebrate, and that is that we have reached 1,000 listens on our podcast, Yes, which is a big deal. Congratulations, this is a big my deal. friend. Congratulations. Cheers. Clink. Clink. <laughs> the camera. <laughs> Take a sip. Take mm. a sip, yes. But yeah, that's a really oh. exciting milestone. And you know, I mean, a big we're deal. not like celebrities. I mean, I know like Megan, the Duchess, you know, probably hit... 20 million, 2 million listens in our first episode, right? Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Totally exaggerating, but we're just real, right? And and his, we do our own editing. We do our own marketing. We do everything ourselves mm-hmm. and In-house. we do it out of passion. And to reach this milestone is really just an incredible accomplishment, I think. And I'm so grateful for all the people that have listened, all the amazing women that have said yes to being on our show and I am most grateful for you for being on this journey with me I'm so happy yes oh I mean I could not have said it better it's this season has flown by it's a little bit shorter it has flown by but we've packed it with interviews and something that you said earlier this year is really resonates still with me and you were saying um when we were talking about our guests that you see yourself as like the gatekeeper or us as the gatekeepers to their stories and what a wonderful position it is to be in to get to share these women's stories with other people and let other people learn about, you know, their challenges and their wins and um, direct them to these women. It's just, it's such an honor to be able to, you know, shine light on issues that women face, shine light on, you know, how to overcome things in your life. And it's just one of my dreams come true, honestly, something that I've thought about for a really long time is wanting to just share the real stories of women who are doing things their own way. So I just feel really honored. I'm so honored too. And it's been so fun to see the things that connect us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we can think things like, oh, she's got it figured out, or look at her, she's amazing. And there are these amazing women that are doing amazing things. But I think that one of the things that I've learned is that there's so much behind that, right? Like there's there's a lot of common themes that we heard throughout this season and last season too, of the challenges that we were all facing on a regular basis, you know, like imposter syndrome has been a big recurring theme. Um, getting to a point where you can finally do things that are aligned with your values, but having to go through moments in your life when you weren't working on things that light you up and bring you joy. Themes like not making time for your health and for, you know, things that that make you feel better, like taking breaks. Like I think of of guests like Angela, for example, the, that is a van lifer like me or 
camper like me. And she reminded us like the importance of taking breaks, right? And I think that there's just themes like that throughout all our conversations that show that we're all human and we're all on our own journeys. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that connect us and that unite us and that we can learn from one another and that we can get comfort in knowing that we're all sharing in many of these experiences. We're not alone. Mm -hmm. Definitely not alone. And I know selfishly, I may have mentioned this before, but I just love listening back to our episodes. I don't always have time to listen to all of them all the way through again because you know we listen a lot during the editing process. But if I do get the chance to listen to one you know, end to end, I'm like, this is the exact show that I need, right? This is the show that we have created is something that I need. And I love getting inspired by these people, things that you say, even things that I say. I'm like, I said that. <laughs> I need to listen to myself more. <laughs> you know, it's it's like yeah. these good little reminders that, like you said, we're not alone, but also ways to navigate certain situations. And it's just, I find it empowering for myself. And I think that just goes to show um, that we're sticking to our vision, you know, that we're we're actually delivering on what we we wanted to do. Yeah. And you and I have always said that one of the things that is our motivator is the sense of connection, right? Like it's so important to stay connected to our our why in anything that we do. But here in the podcast, like it's a lot of work, right? to to edit and to show up and all that and so it's so it's been so important for us to be really clear on what is the why that has us stay excited and motivated to to keep going and it's been this connection between you and me but this connection as a wider community of women and i love how you know like many of our guests know each other right or we're able to introduce one guest to another or our our listeners know so-and-so and can recommend somebody else that we listen to. So it's like all of just a network of incredible women listening to and sharing advice and stories to help all of us in, in our own journeys. And that sense of connection continues to be my driver in why I mm -hmm. show up and, and do this. Yeah. And that was the word that we chose before the start of the season to kind of like our anchoring word or what we wanted to drive towards. So on that note, I'm curious to know what what guest this season did you feel per, feel particularly connected to or inspired by? What, what were some of your favorite, mm. or most memorable conversations? Oh my goodness. So many. Um, I think getting to interview a few of my personal heroes this year was both frightening before we actually got to talk to them. <laughs> and it wasn't at all once we started chatting with them because they're both, you know, so down to earth. But it was very special for me to get to talk to people that I admire and, you know, they're doing things that I really love. And um, those two people for me are Tara Stiles and then Sarah Villafranco from Osmia Organics. So, Tara, I've been following, as we said in the episode, I've been following her on social media since I was like 15. So for half of my life now, because I'm going to be 30 in a few days, in two days, um, for half of my life, I've been, you know, following her journey and doing her classes and 
to get to speak with her and, you know, chat about yoga, chat about slowing down and how to achieve a life that, you know, really reflects your values. It was just incredible for me. And she's, you know, one of the most chill people I think I've ever talked to. So it didn't feel like we were talking to a celebrity or anything, um, which is just testament to her personality and how grounded she is. And then Sarah is um, just a force of nature. She, you know, was a doctor and then she created her own company while having two little kids. And she just still sticks behind her ethos of, you know, wanting to help people to live healthier lives, wanting the planet to be healthier. And these are all things that really speak to me. So getting to chat with both of those ladies about those things and, you know, I use Sarah's products. It's just, it, it really was full circle for me. So that was incredibly, incredibly fun. That was such a treat for me to get to know women that you admire. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we had really talked about like, who are the, who are the women that you look up to, you know, on a, just a regular basis based on what right. you're doing and to meet Tara and Sarah was just such a treat for me because I feel like I got to know you more and what you're mm-hmm. passionate about through those conversations. So that's a really good point. Inviting them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. The people who you are drawn to, it does say a lot about you. Like I'm drawn to Tara because she's so easygoing and she has her own yoga studio, but she's not like super uppity about it. She's just very low key and she's extremely successful. And then Sarah is just incredibly, incredibly intelligent and created products that I use. And so, you know, it is really interesting that you get to know more about me. I love that. And I got to know more about you also through some of the guests that you invited. You invited a lot of your friends from your extended (laughs) network this year. And I got to know more about the coaching business, more about the path that you're on for intuitive business. So let me ask the same question to you is who were some of the guests that you really were inspired by this year? Oh, that's such a hard question because it's so hard. All of them, right? Like mm-hmm. I learned something from every single one of our guests. I really loved connecting with Angela because she's also a van well, she also lives on the road, you know, super minimalist. I keep thinking about Heidi, her plant that she had to give up. <laughs> I still chuckle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my heart breaks that she had to give up her plan. But it's like, you know, it's part of this life, right? It's part of being a minimalist and really choosing what are the things that really matter to you? What are those that that you can do without? And I, I mentioned this earlier, I really do think about her reminders to take breaks, right? It's such a simple thing. But like, I'm guilty of sitting for so long and not taking time to take care of my body. And so I think about her a lot, especially right now in the desert. I'm like, let's go take a walk, go stretch your back, go do a little yoga, like really take care of yourself. So that was a really special conversation to connect to somebody that's so like-minded and that has made the leap to life on the road full-time like me. I loved, I mean, I could, you know, go through each one of them and (laughs) doing some highlights, but Jen, Jen from the Mm, School of Intuitive Leadership, she, I consider her, you know, not only a friend, but somebody that I, I really look up to and that has been in situations with me as a mentor, right? Like, like inspiring me and reminding me of my, my own greatness. And so to have a conversation with her was 
just a really good reminder about the power of our intuition and the importance of listening to to that intuition. I had a really incredible moment last week that I wanted to share with you. With my business, I got to speak at a conference for women, for women executives in Miami. And it was such a big moment for my business and my career as a as a coach and as a speaker and entrepreneur for so many reasons. But there was a moment when I was there where I just had this, like I, I thought of Jen and I, I just felt so intuitively right, right? Like it was like everything was aligned. I was exactly where I was meant to be in that moment. And I remember thinking like, this is what it feels like to be at the exact, to be exactly where you're meant to be. And I don't think that that was a logical left brain thing. I think it was very much my intuition speaking to me saying, listen, listen, you're loving this. You're joyful. You're making an impact. You're exactly where you need to be. Keep trusting it. Keep trusting. Keep, keep going after these things. So so I, I think about Jen a lot in our conversation around how important it is and how uncomfortable it might be sometimes to listen to our intuition, right? It's not always going to be, <laughs> I think she says something like warm, comfy slippers, when we follow our intuition, sometimes it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. But but that was a conversation that really made a big difference. And most recently, I it was such a treat to talk to Paulina from Eres Una Maravilla, the little boutique uh, tiendita where she sells her 3D earrings that really honor Mexican heritage. That was that was like me meeting like a little like a celebrity because right? I wear her earrings. I love going to her Etsy shop and seeing what she's what she's created, you know, most recently. I love buying her products. I like I love gifting her products. And I, I admire what she does because she honors who she is and a culture that I value so much through her work. And so that felt to me like a real just like a real treat, like a piece of candy yeah. that I got to have at the end of our season. They say don't meet your heroes, but I feel like it was a wonderful thing too this year. You meeting Paulina and me meeting Sarah and Tara and then having all of these other guests, some of which I wasn't familiar with, some of which you weren't familiar with until we chatted. And it's just yeah. it's just such a wonderful experience. It was amazing. What are you yeah. looking forward to in our next season? I'm curious. Mm, that's a good question. I... I am looking forward to expanding. And by expanding, I mean a few ideas that you and I have been toying around with for more engagement, to propel us forward um, with more resources. I'm just looking forward to the expansion of the next season and being open to you know whatever may come our way, honestly, because we re- we just don't really know Who's going to say yes to being a guest? Who might come, you know, into our lives who we want to interview? It's always a little bit of a a surprise, you know, who we get to have on the roster for the next season. So I'd say that that expansion of just taking taking our podcast and this business a step deeper and then, you know, being open to any possibility. What about you? I love that. I love that sense of expansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think every season, I mean, we've only had two seasons, but season two was, <laughs> you know, it was a little easier than season mm-hmm. one. And I think we had more fun 
because we relaxed a little bit more and we're more experimental. And I can see that only continuing in the next few seasons, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. in season two, we took some leaps around like inviting people that we didn't know. And that was a little scary. And now we feel much more empowered to invite people that we know and that we don't know and have not have that be a factor, right? It's, It's really about continuing to connect with women that are pursuing success in a way that really is authentic to who they are and that have interesting stories. And I think that's what I'm looking forward to. It's to continuing to meet really interesting women and through that mm-hmm. continuing to build my own community, our art community. And along with that, I'm looking forward to continuing to spend time with you. I mean, yes. I think that- as, Of course, as usual. It, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll always be friends, even if this podcast, you know, the ends or whatever down the long, long road down very far away future. Um, <laughs> but- it does help, right, to have this, to have us be in a consistent cadence of mm-hmm. catching up with each other. And I just treasure that weekly time with you so much. I so do too. I'm looking forward, it's a, forward to that too. It's a very special thing to have planned in time with your friends every week where, yes, we're meeting for a purpose, but we always have a little bit of time to catch up and tell stories from the week. And it is precious time. It really yeah. definitely brightens my week up every time we get to chat. Mine too. I feel very grateful. So I did this little exercise this morning because it's it's Thanksgiving this week Mm -hmm. as as we're recording. And I thought, okay, so what are, I don't always remember to do this, right? But especially when I'm in like anxious energy or feeling like, oh, I'm not doing enough or I don't have enough, like in this, in this scarcity type energy, I try to come back to gratitude because it just really shifts your energy. And so I thought, well, let me just list all the things that I'm grateful for. And I listed like, I ended up filling three pages. It was just like bullet after bullet after bullet. Everything from like little Christmas lights in my camper (laughs) to my cup of tea this morning to getting to sleep in a little bit this morning. Like even just the smallest little things to the bigger things like being able to run my own business to being on the road. And you, of course, Natalie, were on my list. I said my friendship with Natalie and all the things we're creating. But I am curious to know on that theme of gratitude, what are some things that that you feel grateful for? Oh, gosh. I I really love this question. This is – Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, not only because it's close to my birthday. I think I was born kind of like it is this year, the day after Thanksgiving. So it's always very closely tied with who I am, like a part of my identity – But I think I love it so much because it's not focused on commercialism. It's one of our only holidays that's doesn't really have a commercial element to it besides food, right? But it's just focused on enjoying your time with your family or your chosen family and sharing things that you're grateful for. And I didn't grow up where we would list things that we're grateful for, go around the table and and say that, but it is a practice that I have in my five-minute journal to to list a few things just every day that I'm grateful for. But recently, I was talking to my fitness coach, actually, about some of these things. And I feel like in the last few years, um, the last two in particular, that I'm in a really great place mentally. So... This isn't something that we've actually talked about on the podcast a lot, but 
I have definitely struggled with my fair share of mental health problems from anxiety and depression and just feeling totally out of sorts. And the last two years, I, I really have gotten a handle on two things. So one, the type of therapy and medication that I regularly have, which is super important. And then two, starting to direct my decisions towards a life that I want and not believing, um, or maybe I should say in believing that the life that I want is possible. So instead of thinking, oh, you know, I can never do X, Y, Z or get X, Y, Z, I feel like over and over again in the last few years, I've proven that little nagging voice wrong in the things that I've been able to accomplish. So really grateful for just how content I am these days. Um, and that spreads out to, you know, my relationships as well, having great friendships and having a great relationship with my husband, you know, all of these things I'm just incredibly grateful for. I just sighed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> happy sigh. I'm happy so happy sigh. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. I used to think the word content, I used to like shy away from that because I used to think like, oh, that's just, why, why isn't it, you know, happy or why isn't mm -hmm. it like ecstatic? You know, it's so like middle of the road, like mediocre it is. almost. But I've learned that, no, content is a wonderful place to be. It's a place mm -hmm. of being satisfied and right. And joyful, even if it's not like an extreme, but it's just like a warm, cozy place. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's a good and place I, to be. Yeah. And I think coming from a place where, you know, I've had in my life really high highs and really low lows, I would always describe myself as kind of bouncing between those. So I was never in the middle for a variety of reasons. What big a big one being mental health for sure. Um, I'm also a Sagittarius, so it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, getting my energy to that place where I'm, I'm just you know I'm not easily brought down by things, but I'm also not you know getting swept away by the illusion that something wonderful happening um, is like going to change my life, you know, and then being disappointed by that. So, you know, just maybe it's growing older, I don't know, but mindset shifts for sure have helped with that and and being content for me is one of the goals. Like no matter where I'm at, if I'm living on a mountain or living where I am today, if I'm alone or, you know, with people that I love or not, being content is like that's the goal. I love that. Yeah, this yeah. reminder that that it's good to be appreciative of being exactly where you are. Exactly. Because you can hard. have everything in the world and still yeah. want more, right? Yeah. I think that what I've heard a lot from people who have achieved extreme wealth or extreme fame is, I mean, that level of um, discontent can follow you no matter what you have. So if you don't work on, you know, the inside, if you don't kind of do that inner work to figure out like, what really would make me happy in this moment where I felt like I wouldn't need anything more? And beyond money and fame and all of those external things, um, what would that be? And 
doing that inner work really, you know, helps to where no matter what your external circumstances are, you can find that middle of the road contentedness. So wise. Yeah, still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, one of the things that I wrote down in my gratitude exercise this morning was actually that I kind of related to what you're sharing is that I have, I feel like I finally have real tools to understand what's happening within me around my mental health too, my mental and emotional health. Because Earlier in my career, I would have, like you said, high highs, low lows, depression, joy, like all these, like this, like roller coaster, and not know how to observe it, how to get curious about it, and then how to regulate it. And I had a really interesting experience yesterday. I was getting ready to to meditate. I have a little meditation group that I join most mornings, and right before my meditation, the internet went out. Like we were about to start and everything just, you know, broke down. And I just felt myself like I, I've started to get stressed and upset. And I started to think about how I was going to go and tell Noah that, oh, my internet didn't work and complain and all these things. And I just was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, like I actually observed the emotions. I was like, okay, well, you can still meditate, even if it's not with your community, do it. And it was like such a powerful moment to just observe the emotions and letting them go through me and breathe through them and connect with my body and get out of my head and into my body. And it's like, like it started melt, melt, melting. Like those emotions started to melt. I could like see them melting in front of me. And I thought, wow, like just observing, like I wouldn't have been able to do that five years ago. And so one of the things that I'm grateful for is being able to, as a coach, I've learned a lot of tools that are helping me to also get more curious about what's going on emotionally and be able to shift my energy. That's, that's a really big, like I just become very aware of the energy that's coming up for me mm -hmm. and I'm not perfect at it. I definitely sometimes allow that energy to result in lashing out and saying things that I later regret. It's definitely an ongoing journey, but little by little, I'm, I'm feeling much more in tune and empowered with tools. So yeah. That's what I'm, and what an yeah. interesting thing that you were just getting ready for your meditation practice where you're working on this stuff, right? <laughs> right. And so well, you're probably in yeah. that mindset of like you were getting getting ready to kind of chill out and getting ready to think, you know, focus your thoughts and clear your head. And then this thing happened. And I think, you know, being in that moment where you're ready to go into that state, but it pulls you out. It's like what a great lesson to learn in that moment. Like no, I can still I can still do my meditation. Interesting that those feelings came up. I'm not going to act on them. Like I exactly. wonder for me that if I wasn't in that specific situation, like getting ready to meditate, if that would have happened for me. I don't know. That's a good question, but it's a great example that I will remember Absolutely. when I'm in a different situation, right? Mm -hmm. So, and the the more you practice, so I've heard, the better it gets. You do really rewire the way that your brain works. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I study that a lot and I teach that a lot through I mean, just the workshops that I gave last week was a lot about how to rewire our neural pathways by doing exactly. And I teach it, teach it right? I, I'm certainly not perfect at it. I forget, but we can really use our bodies to interrupt those reactions that we have when something goes wrong and just come back to the present moment, 
let those emotions just kind of work their way through your body and like cleanse them, like, like let them just kind of flow through you, but not let them mm-hmm. have a hold and grip on you. And you can really use our bodies to do that. So, wow. yeah, I love that. Maybe for another episode, we can dive more deeply. <laughs> Season season three. I love it. It's definitely something on my list of of things that I want to do more of. It's definitely one of a, a very challenging thing for I think most people to sit down and slow the brain. Like my mind is always going a thousand miles an hour, which just means that I I need to do it more. So you're inspiring yeah. me to to wanting to take my practice back up. And with Good. the vacation coming up. It's a great time to do it. We're going to be in the mountains in Arkansas, oh, yeah. so we're going to take a little time off. But sounds lovely. Good place oh, to I'm practice. excited! You'll be out in nature. Yeah. Yes. And yes. happy early birthday! Thank you. Thank you. I'll thank be you. thinking of you and cheering with my Cheers. pumpkin cheesecake pie. <laughs> mm, pumpkin cheesecake pie. Uh, it's Noah's favorite. He loves cheesecake. We will enjoy it for Thanksgiving, and I will be thinking of you on Aww, your birthday this too. weekend. Thank you. And thank with you. that, Natalie, thank you for an amazing season two. Really, I it's been such an honor to be on this journey with you and with all the women that have been on our episode and that have been listening to our episode. I am just so touched by that. So Likewise. thank you. Yes, thank Cheers. you so much, everybody. Cheers and happy holidays. Happy holidays. (laughs) See you in season three. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Successful. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at SuccessfulThePod. See you next time.